big part of life is hustling and learning to hustle. What's up, what's up, y'all? We on this morning drive dealing with these crazy drivers, these long drives. We live in the suburbs, but, you know, it is what it is, man. You got you to make money, and you got to make them dollars work for you. So suburban living is what it is, man. The city way too expensive. And, uh, you know, we got a young child, so you got to think about um, the opportunity that they're provided. That's just me, you know. Um, different people have different methods or whatever, but I'm trying to think about the opportunity for my child, and I, I want to put them in the best opportunity possible. That's free as far as public education. I think suburban schools are what public education everywhere should be, right? Um, we shouldn't have to have charter schools in order to have education. But anyway, man, I wanted to take some time at this juncture to just kind of... um highlight my spirit you know where I get my spirit from you know which is my parents man I got I, I have a all of me well I say the foundation of all of me is my parents you know my family you know you, you get pieces through experience and whatnot but the bare bones of how I grew up, man, that's exactly my approach right now. I learned some new stuff about myself with regard to how I dealt with different situations. But I also learned that you kind of deal with them how your foundation teaches you to deal with them, you know, through either watching them or, or through what they actually verbally teach you. So... Um, I just want to shout out my parents, man. I got, I have, we're going to start with my father because sometimes fathers get overlooked. But I, I fully understand the importance of having a father in your life. For the simple fact of um, a lot of fathers, first off, have to work a lot. Um, so the tutelage that some get and the others get maybe a little more than others. My dad worked a lot. He made sure that we had all of our necessities. And he had to work a lot to ensure that. You know, this this world, the interesting thing about this world is that, you know, people in the working class, and when I say working class, anybody that has to get up and go to a job today, you working class. I'm working class. We all working class. I don't, I don't look at it as middle. I, I look at it as working class and then rich people. That's it. You either have to work or you don't. And I don't think it's a dollar amount. If you don't have to work and you can sustain your life, you rich to me. I don't really deal in the work wealthy because I all those terms, man, money and resources is money and resources. Rich, wealthy, whatever. But there's working class and then there's rich to me. That's how it goes, right? Um, so... Um, my dad worked a lot, but what he taught me about supporting a family is that all the traditions that, that we, we swear we don't care about traditions as far as male and female, but we're, we're so, um, we're so ritualistic that we really do. 
all those traditions you have to really analyze it for your life and for yourself you know um my dad was the dad that he appreciated my mother's opinion but also he made decisions that he felt was best for the family he was a true ceo you know he he didn't stymie the talent around him my mother worked my whole um, recognition of life um, she was working she works in the school system right and my dad was a police officer for many many years so and he was in the military before that so there was a level of discipline that he had with regard to certain things there was also um so he, he gave me the mindset of like, what you have to do, you have to do. You have to do it. And you're going to make it work. However, you have to make it work. Now I see one of these uh, big tire flag on the back guys that's frustrated about driving. So I don't know why he's being so driving so silly, but anyway, whatever. Um, but yeah, back to it. My dad always taught me like, you know, if your family is struggling with regard to bills, you got to find a way to make adjustments. Now, his approach was just work more jobs. That's not necessarily my approach, but my foundation is I know there are certain adjustments that have to be made. It was a lot that my dad probably wanted to do. We, they never took a vacation, my parents. Never. Because the necessity was making sure that we had clean clothes, school clothes, church clothes, gas was in all the cars, the house was taken care of, and we had food. Period. And we, we were able to get in all the activities that we wanted to that we actually wanted to apply ourselves, whether it was sports or extracurricular speech and all that type of stuff. We were able to do that because my dad made sacrifices and he didn't just buy himself a whole bunch of stuff and this and that and take trips and do all the stuff that some of us think is uh, like normal or whatever whatever we think it is when we, we spend a lot of money just to impress other people. Um, some people like traveling, so that's, that's not against them. It's just some people just like to tell people they travel which is you know that's cool too power to you um but yeah man my dad really taught me you know sacrifices must be made to get things done and when they must be made you make them so even now as i'm in my life like there are certain things that my family needs or is trying to do and it's like the selfishness in me is like, you know, you want to see being an entrepreneur through just for the just for the ego of it. Because I said that's what I was going to do, right? But there are certain needs. So I'm up and I'm going to work. That's just one of the things my dad taught me. Um, another thing my dad taught me is you don't play games with people. You don't toy with people just to get a giggle out of it you know you, you try you try to be as best as possible a person of your word 
when I say a person of your word, it's not like, oh man, you know, you said you was gonna do it and you procrastinate a little bit. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if I said I was gonna do it and I didn't, that's on me. Because that's I gave my word to you that I would do it. So that's my fault. I'm not gonna blame nobody else. That's on me. And my my dad taught me that. He also, you know, and that, that's when I say don't play no games. He also taught me like, you know, don't instigate stuff with people. Don't try to um, manipulate people in order to get them to do what you want them to do. Persuasion and manipulation is a fine line. Persuasion is uh, presenting somebody something and then they're able, based on your information, to make a decision. Manipulating is presenting information in a certain way that the person no longer has a choice. My dad taught me not to manipulate. So in business, you know, um, I know... I know in business that every everything within sales is driven by fear. You know, alarm companies. You know, it's the fear of somebody kicking in the door and her harming your whole family. Um, you know, even even nutrition companies, the fear of death, sickness. This is how you have to sell stuff to people, right? But there are certain places that I just especially currently in my life, just the foundation of me, I don't want to go because I don't want to manipulate people to do something that that they otherwise may not want to do. I, I can say that I make a healthy cookie, but a cookie is a snack. That's a snack. And it's plant-based and it has, you know, coconut oil is baked at the right temperature to uh, keep the MCTs intact. All this great stuff. But at the end of the day, a cookie i'm going to use sugar that's just you know is what it is and i'm not gonna and i'm gonna persuade people to buy my product but i'm not gonna manipulate you and make you feel like you are um this is your only option you got plenty of options just being real that's just who i am sorry that's who i am and I think those are those are the things that my daddy teaching me to be a stand-up person and to be um, a team player and to sacrifice. Those are the things that have carried throughout my life. You know, if I'm wrong, I can say I'm wrong, and I can I can admit I'm wrong. And if something needs to to be done, and I have to make a sacrifice, I can do it. Now, my mama. My mom is a beast, right? She is the quintessential woman to me. Like, I'd probably pick my wife based on the qualities that my mother had. The qualities that I don't think I like and the qualities that I, I know I like or I feel like I like. My wife has a portion of all of those. Of course, she's herself. But I, I can see certain things in her now why I, I gravitated towards her. My mother is a go do it. I always tell this story, man. Man, I, I was uh I was I was playing football, you know, and I, I wasn't I wasn't a person that I really like to work out like that. Cause I, I didn't, you know, working out is like is is sometimes it's like a fashion show. It doesn't determine how good you are. 
but it counts for a lot with regard to confidence and all this type of stuff. If people think they're better than you, it could be strictly in the workouts outside of sports. So because I was a person that I wasn't really a runner and all this type of stuff, and I wasn't super fast, I used to hate workouts because sometimes it'll be a barometer on your skill set in people's, in the public's eyes until you get on the field. So I wasn't into working out. I wasn't going to work out. And um, I got my little car, you know. And I was at home one day, and my mom was like, what's up? What's going on? You, you going to practice today? And I was like, no, nah, you know. And I started trying to make excuses and this and that and of why. And, oh, man, they don't. They, they don't they not they don't do they don't use safety the right safety protocols and lifting i just all this type of stuff right and my mama said to me and i will always remember this she said are you gonna play or not this is part of you playing either you gonna quit or you gonna go if you want to quit go ahead and quit it was one of the most poignant things anybody's ever said to me. Like, if you don't want to do something, stop making excuses and then holding on to it. Just separate from it. Go ahead and go on. But if you want to do something, there are certain things that you'll have to do in order to do that. This is one of those things. You're going to have to, if, if you want to get on the field, you know you got to do the off-season program. So you either go or you quit, move on, and find some other ways um, to fulfill your life. And that's a foundational piece that I take now. Like, just like when I when I talk about my life or my business, it was like with regard to getting married, once, you know, me and my wife, we had an on-again, off-again relationship, high school, college, after college, all that good stuff. We had periods where we weren't together but then we determined this little big car trying to get over i let it get over but then we determined that we wanted to be together and at that point to me it's going it's time to go ahead and propose to her because either you're gonna do it or you're not either you're gonna get married or you're not don't waste our time Especially if you know that that's her want. Now, if, if y'all have talked about not getting married, cool. But if y'all have talked about this is the finality of relationships um, for you, like once your relationship hits an apex, um, any relationship you in, if y'all both y'all had a conversation, that's where y'all want to be. Why waste each other's time being like, I don't know if this is the person I want to marry. Well, then why you keep getting back with them? Why why you, why you talking about this? This is it. Well, if it's it, go ahead. But don't just sit there and say, well, we cool now. You know that's the that's what you want to do? You go ahead and do it. And yeah, you're going to sacrifice 50% of all your belongings. That's what it is. You mess up, she mess up, whatever. Y'all sacrificing 50% of yourself. That just comes with it to me. It just comes with it. Um... And that's, that's just in marriage. So we take that to business. If you're going to be in a business, go ahead and be in the business. 
you're going to sell stuff, go ahead and sell it. Go ahead and figure out how to sell it. Don't just keep talking about you are going to have a business and you want to sell this and you want to do that and you want to do it, 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 you want to do it. Cool. Like I said, my mama told me when I was trying to get out of off-season workouts, either you're going to play or you're not. Either you're going to have a business or you're not. That part is the easy part. Now, where you falling at is based on purchasing. What people want. They may not want your stuff. But is that is that what you want to sell? And is it... Does it make enough to pay for itself? If so, then then just, just keep doing that. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing that regardless of how many people purchase it. But either do it or not. Don't keep thinking like, man, you know, when I get to a certain point in my life, I'm going to own a business or own a home or whatever. Try to figure out how to, how to get there now. Or I'm going to start saving as soon as you know. As soon as what? As soon as what? Put your little $10 up. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 what we got to start learning how to do. Just even if it's a little bit, either you're going to do it or you're not. Stop talking about what you going to do and try it. If it don't work, mm, all right, it didn't work. Now you can move on with your life. Or if you, if you really want it to work, you keep on doing it until it works. That's that. And, and that's one of the things my mama taught me to just that just stood out to me. Um, another thing, um, she did her best to teach me to be humble. Now, this is where I had to kind of gain more of an understanding as I got older what humble was. Um, but the foundational piece comes from my mother. She didn't ever want me to make other people, and I'm talking about the feeling, because some of the words sometimes didn't connect with me. I didn't understand them, right? Like, for instance, if she'll say, you know, somebody be like, you smart, and I'll be like, yeah, I am. She'll be like, don't be saying that. What she was trying to tell me, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, the, the, the communication wasn't fully there, but she was trying to tell me, don't ever try to make people feel like you better than or don't ever feel in your mind that you better than somebody you can be great without trying to put other people down and I live with that today when I go anywhere let's just say with a job I don't care if you scrubbing the floors I'm going to acknowledge you the same way I acknowledge the CEO hey how you doing Excuse me. If I need to ask you a question, excuse me. Can I get a little bit of your time? I'm requesting something. I'm never going to treat somebody like, okay, those are the bosses. I got to be nice to them. And these people over here, you know, they whatever. You know, they, they don't matter. Because everybody matters in some way. You gonna, If you need them, they clearly matter. So stop treating them like they don't. My mama used to not even let us get mad at each other. Me and my brothers get mad at each other and say crazy stuff about each other. If I felt like my brother took one of my things or broke some of mine, 
and I'm I'm about to get mad because cause me, I'm I'm a calm person, but when I get there, I'm there, right? And there's certain things that can trigger me. Trigger everybody got that, right? I got it too. And my mama used to always say, people are worth more than things. I can do a rundown on on, on, on the phrases she used. You know, she would say fat meat's greasy. That means, hey, if a situation looks a certain way, it probably is. And if you keep barking up that tree, something's going to happen to you, sister, brother. So you say people are worth more than things. That means if you ever put a price on your relationships with people, you're going to lose in life. People are worth more than things. And then she would say, you're either going to do it or not. Don't try. Do. These are the things that, that I grew up hearing. You know, and, and you like I said, you take your own road. They were always good about allowing us to take our own road to stuff. So, you know, you, you take your own road to a lot of stuff and you learn yourself and learn you know, what you can do, what you can't, or not even learn, just build confidence in stepping into yourself and saying, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, I am this person. You know, because when, when you're growing up, what should happen is people, people pour into you your gifts. And then when you become an adult, a real adult, you start to try to figure out what what people were trying to um, pour into you versus what you actually are. And they should be similar, but they not always, everything is not always the same, right? So in that, they allowed us to um, grow and become ourselves. Now, certain things they didn't play with was no smoking or drinking, cursing in the house or in their presence, really, ever. Ever, ever. You are never going to wild out in that way. Right? But whatever you choose to do in your adult life is what you choose to do. You know, my parents don't hover. Because I feel, and this is what I want my child to have, is that if you place a strong foundation that is um, assisted by time, if you place a strong foundation on a person... They really don't have no choice but to, um, you know, have that foundation when they get low or when they're at the highest of the highs. But at some point, you know, you need to be able to reach back. So if anybody wants to know why I say the things I say and feel the way I feel, it's because of my foundation. Yeah, it's just certain stuff I ain't going to do. I'm gonna stand on a principle, and yeah, you, you you may you may see me cutting my own hair and stuff, and wonder why I don't just go to the barbershop and consistently get it cut because we got we got goals that that money can go to. You know what I'm saying? I can I can use my money and resources on something else. I can use my time on something else. You know what I'm saying? If you look at me and say, "Man, your wife is A B C D E F G," and you you know the rest of the alphabet. 
you may not understand it, but I know that like she's a star and I want her to continue to feel and be feel like and be a star. So sometimes I got to take a back seat. That don't mean that I'm not the CEO of my household. That just means you letting the star be the star. Sometimes you got to pass the ball. And if I'm in a support role, that's why my daddy taught me that. If I'm on or off with people, it's just because I don't want to waste your time to try to pull something out of you, making you think that we we are um, we are something. The people that I love, I love, but I ain't going to waste nobody's time. That's just who I am. And in business, you wonder why, man, how did this boy just quit his job and just think he was just going to start a business? Well, because if I'm teetering in anything and trying to determine if I'm going to do it, I'm going to not, I'm going to go ahead and go see. I'm going to go see it. I was taught this by my parents. And I think that's an importance of if you didn't get a foundation in your life, providing a foundation to your children. Because we all want our children, to especially financially, do better than what we, we are doing. We, we, at minimum, we want them to be able to take care of themselves. At maximum, we want them to take what we where we where we went to and go above and beyond financially. Let's just talk financially. We want them to have savings. We want them to have great jobs that command salaries. When I say jobs, I mean we mix an entrepreneur as a job. But we want them to command income more than what we commanded. Um, and we want them to have things more than what we have. And, and the, the number one way to do that is to provide a foundation of who they are. Because they're going to become who... First off, they're born who they are. That's number one. They're born who they are. Their personality, they're born who they are. So we can't pull that out of them and make them into something else. But we can give them a foundation. You know, the land is the land. You can't move land, right? So when they're born in this world, that's the land. The geography in the area is what it is. This is where you are. Then we build a foundation, right? And then all the stuff, all the activities and stuff they do and the things that they learn, that's the building of the house. And if that house crumbles, you want to make sure that the foundation is still solid, that they can build another house. That's all we are here to do with our kids. We we have a... Uh, you know, a minor account, minor brokerage account for our daughter where we invest for her. Um, and then she gets to a certain age and she can do that. And then she won't take all the money out. She can. But just it's a savings account. But it's an investment account that, you know, investment accounts make more money than just regular savings accounts um, that we have control of until she's 18. And we have the discussion like, should we just do a five two nine plan? We have five two nine as well, but we split it. And we had the discussion before. Should we just do a 529 or should we do this? And it was like, if we have to choose, me personally, if I have to choose, I'm going to choose that. Because I'm the type of person, I'm going to give you everything I can give you. And then when it's your time, go ahead. Go do your thing. I'm not going to be hovering over you. Because you know what you're supposed to do. And then I feel like in life, I wanted to give her account that she has full reign over. We saved the money. We provide her with a foundation of how to spend money. And if she wastes it, it may just be we didn't teach her well enough. 
And it may just be regardless of what we do, she is going to be a wasteful person. But you, and that's also another thing my mother taught me. To wrap this up, the last thing that I can tell you, my mother taught me, um, it was with regard to my nieces and nephews. I used to like hover and like really just watch them play because I went through certain experiences as a young child that I would never want them to go through, right? So I used to just watch them and they'd be right up the street. I could see them, they, they in view, but I wanted to see them see them. So I would stand in somebody else's driveway and watch them up the street play because I didn't want nothing to happen to them. Nobody to physically harm them, right? And I remember my mama, she she was the type of person, she would, you know, like Jesus, she may talk in a parable or whatever. And she was like, you know, I always wanted you and your brothers to be around the kids where I come from, the project kids, the poor kids, all different type of people. Um, so you will always have somebody around that you know. That's number one. And number two, she said, you know, you kind of got to let kids grow. You know, you, you kind of let them go out there and you let them, you know, learn the world, learn themselves and let the chips fall where they may. And that was kind of shocking and startling to me at the time because I'm like, what do you mean? But now I understand it a little more at a certain point. This is not I mean, you just don't let them do whatever they want to. You build a foundation, right? But at a certain point, you are going to have to let go and let them be who they going to be so they can learn early. Early enough, whatever age, teenager, whatever, so they can learn, let them be who they are going to be. And then from them becoming who they going to become, then they'll go back to their foundation and say, okay, where did I kind of get away from myself? This is what you hope. And you hope that their lessons don't come from living on the street. You hope that it's in a structured environment where they just got mess ups and they can pick themselves up and they ain't got to go to prison or, or be harmed in any type of way. But anyway, man, it's time to clock in at this job and get it in. I hope y'all are having a great week. I hope y'all are doing the right stuff. I hope y'all are staying focused on what y'all want to do and using your time wisely, man. It's been another episode of Hustle School. If you want to support us, you know how to get, you know how where to go, 57flavors.com. That's where everything is. That's the hub. 57flavors.com is the hub. You go check us out. You want to go buy something, go buy something. If you want to go watch a video, go watch a video. But at the end of the day, man, this is great information for you. And I hope that I can continue providing this and giving you a little brighter day to know like you, you're not an alien. You here for a reason, and you just got to keep moving toward that reason. All right, love y'all. Bye.